Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. Wow, that was different. DIY Money. I was trying to find something different. I was waiting for the high pitch. The DIY Money. That was calm and collective. DIY Money. We need a we need a song or something. Borderline NPR. Yes, there you go. Uh, You're listening to DIY Money. Uh, There you go. I'm your host, Quintetro. (laughs) Daniel Zolna. With my coffee. <laughs> With his coffee. Still working on it. All right. What are you, you still drinking that blend that you got in the mail? I this like is, oh, uh, we're, we're examining the cup. <laughs> <laughs> we're examining the cup now. I wish you could see. Same this. shipment, but I this is single <laughs> origin Ethiopian. I thought you were just about to hit an explicit word. The same shipment. <laughs> nice. Anyways, uh, is it good? So it's a family podcast, man. It is man. a family co- podcast. It's very good. It's really good. Uh, right. Hints of berries and cantaloupe. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> My coffee. Oh, no more bro talk. Bro, bro, bro. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, we're at our minute. Got to keep the reviews minute up. max. All right. Yes. Um, uh, let's see. I've totally lost my train of thought. Oh, we got Adrian. Okay. We got another New Yorker, back-to-back New Yorkers uh, coming at you. So Adrian from New York has a question, which is uh, more about psychology. That's why I brought this question out today. I'm very excited about it. Adrian, what do you got? D-I-Y. Hello guys, uh, this is Adrian from New York. I have a question about using a debit card or paying cash. I had been struggling to get back with my finances, but I heard if I use cash, I would be more careful to see what I'm spending on. Also, I would like to ask, is it good to pay with credit card or debit card? Thank you guys, the best. Shout out to Daniel. Shout out to Daniel. Hey. All right. We're the best. And a shout out to Daniel. That was impressive. What was his name? Adrian? I thought it was Adrian. Yeah. Yo, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. Oh, come on. All right. Wrong city. Yeah, yeah. No, this is good. Sorry. Very, very good question. Yeah. Well, all right. What do you got for Adrian? Uh, so cash or credit? Yeah. Age old question. Uh, so psychologically, statistically, I can't quote statistics, um, but they're out there, I guess. They've been quoted on the internet. Uh, is that if you do use cash, if you use the cash envelope system, you stick, you know, you get your paycheck, you cash it, you actually get cash in your hand, you stick that in envelopes, and you only spend the cash, then statistically you're supposed to spend a pretty considerable amount less because you have sort of a tangible feel over how much you're spending, what's left, and when it's gone, it's actually gone, and so you stop spending. Uh, the problem that I guess now in in this era is nobody wants cash. Uh, and so the, the rules have sort of changed. The retailers that you used to be able to kind of go and, and spend cash at are more reluctant to now. Uh, they don't want to touch anything that you've touched, etc. And so that's tough. And then we have, you know, the nationwide coin shortage still going on uh, where you can't get coins back from uh, spending cash, etc. So, yeah, statistically, you should do it. Um, There are some technological ways around that. So uh, one of the things our family uses is Simple Bank. Simple, just like the name Simple. And uh, what that allows us to do is there's a debit card attached to the bank, but the actual app on your, if you have a smartphone, uh, I think you can still do it on their website as well, but the app on there allows you to do basically this cash envelope system. So set up basically goals, and then 
when you spend uh, from a transaction, you can tag it to go into one of these goals, and, and you can kind of see the balance of all of your envelopes at any particular time. Not much different from budgeting, except it kind of lives within uh, sort of your checking account, and you can spend it uh, that way. So now in regards to you know debit cards and checking versus credit card, I would say if you are struggling in any sense from a financial standpoint to budget get things under control, I would stay far away from credit cards because you kind of have this open-ended amount and, and you can you can get to the end of the month and go, you know, I shouldn't spend any more money because I don't really have enough to pay it off, but I've got room on the credit. And so I can kind of, I can float this to next month. And if you float it to next month and then float it to next month, then eventually you're paying interest and then that accrues and it gets out of control very, very, very quickly. So uh, if you're if you're just trying to kind of nail down the DIY money journey, uh, really starting out, trying to budget, track, et cetera, I would stick with a cash system, whether that cash is you know, digital checking account, debit card, or actual cash in an envelope, uh, if that works for you, then do it that way. But you will, if you manage your cash wisely, spend less than if you do just credit card stuff. Okay, Adrian, it's real simple. Uh, avoid the credit card like a like the plague. All right, that is you, you are struggling with discipline. You are not struggling with you. You are not struggling with your finances from the standpoint of um, you know just not being able to get a handle on it. You're struggling with discipline, and I can speak uh, specifically to this because I have had to put into my life um, processes that that help with discipline in this area. And they are as follows. I am not disciplined when it goes on to a credit card and I don't have to worry about the payment for 30 days. So therefore, consistent credit card spending is out. All right? Forget that nonsense. Um, I say that consistent and I stress that because if I have large purchases that I have budgeted for, I have the money for, I do like to use a credit card, and then I pay it off immediately, and that is for me to either get the points or get some kind of warranty that's built into my credit card, um, travel. You know, I just like to have those those kind of things on there. Maybe that's more psychological than anything, but that's what I do. But consistent purchases, no way. So rule that out. Now, Daniel alluded to, and I've heard this many times as well. I don't know who created this or where the actual survey lived, but the idea that if you have cash, that you will be more inclined to hold on and not spend your cash as opposed to a debit card. For me, this works directly in the opposite manner, okay? If I have cash, now remember, my system, our system, Daniel's is a little bit varied, varied than mine, but I account for every dollar that comes out of my checking account in my Google Sheet spreadsheet, right? So every time money comes out, I am labeling it where it went, what was it for, putting it in the category, etc. If I take cash out or if I find myself having cash on hand, then guess what? I have already accounted for that coming out of my bank account. Maybe it was ATM, maybe it was whatever. And now I don't have to sort of be held accountable if I want to buy, 
you know, something extra at Starbucks. Or if I'm in the gas station and you know what, I've got uh, a couple bucks, I can just buy a nice water or whatever the case is. I, I don't even think about it. In fact, the other day, I had $15 in cash. I needed cash to get into my son's sporting event, just annoying, but whatever. Uh, I got out of 20 because that's all you can get. In. This is a perfect example. I got out of 20 because it's all you can get out of the ATM. I don't do it in the grocery store anymore because they charge you 50 cents, which is ridiculous. So I went to the ATM. I got t- uh, 20 bucks. I went to the event. cost $5. I had five, f- I had three fives left over. I had $15, which I have kept in my wallet for a few days. And literally, I've had to say, okay, do not spend this. Do not spend this. Do not spend this. Ultimately, my son the other night was like, Dad, I'm hungry. I need some food. I'm like, all right, let's go through the drive-thru, which we don't normally do. We went through the drive-thru. The price was 14 something. He, I got some stuff for his brother because I didn't eat that. Uh, and nonetheless, what did I do? I just doled out the cash. I didn't think a second thing about it. I didn't even keep the receipt. How dare you? And it like felt like I was like, you know, doing something inappropriate. But I was like, ha, 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 I don't need to record this. And sure enough, that was 14 or $15 that really went to eating out that I just didn't even think about or record. So cash for me is deadly. It does not work. What works for me is using the debit card and making sure that I update my balance with where it went, why it went there, and putting it on my budget. That's what works for me. I think you should try that, Adrian. That's how you're going to get a hold of your budget. That's how you're going to get build margin. And that's how you're going to get a hold of this overall finance challenge that you're faced with right now. Anything else to add, Daniel? Yeah, I would say whatever system you go with, do not underestimate the power of the pay yourself first rule. Uh, so even if you are on a cash system, making sure that you're putting uh, money into savings accounts, whether that is retirement, whether that's uh, your emergency fund, whether that's just investment accounts, but setting aside uh, money that pays yourself and or pays down debt and doing that very first out of your paycheck. Do not wait, even if you're on the cash system, to, to kind of save whatever is left, because uh, especially if you've pulled that out, you've put it in cash, et cetera. Uh, you're going to have a tendency to go, well, it's still there, so I can kind of still spend it. So the power of paying yourself first is you make sure that that money is away into your goals, into your savings, et cetera. Also, uh, make sure that you know you accrue uh, from month to month for the uh, big expenses. Uh, that might be you know a, a, a nicer dinner out, or you know it might be something coming up that you really need to buy, whether that's clothes or, or something necessary for work. I just bought that private island. No joke, I own this. Things of that nature you can accrue from month to month, whether you're on the cash system or the bank system or whatever it is. But kind of a same idea of paying yourself first, but just being mindful of those big irregular purchases coming up. I like that, the pay yourself first, because it, it correlates with the Ramsey method of basically spend everything that's coming in. And don't misinterpret. That doesn't mean spend it on nonsense. That means if you're getting $1,200 every two weeks or fifteen or 2000 or whatever it is, have it all allocated. Have it all going to savings, have it, you know, margin, your bills, et cetera, so that there's no temptation to just blow anything else that's left over. I do that. It's exactly what I do. I accrue uh, money every year. I put away for tithing, savings, you name it, pay the bills. I very rarely keep a, a balance of, of more than a few hundred dollars in my checking account. I, I just don't do it. Um, I, I move money 
everywhere that it needs to go, including paying ourselves for savings. So that's a great, great tip from Daniel. Um, all right, Daniel, anything else to add? Yeah. How are we having so much time left over lately? Go on. We're just being succinct, I guess. No bro talk at the no beginning. No bro talk. Uh, are you using any technology besides Google Sheets at this point or no? Well, I'm trying to use our new right capital thing for yep. our firm, but I'm running into problems. But no, I, I use zero technology. Well, that's financial planning and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and maybe some budgeting. But you're strictly pretty much Google Sheets. Google Sheets until we build our own app, which I want to do very soon. Sure. Uh, I'm Google Sheets. I've tried a couple of budget things, but they kind of just get... They don't work for me. You get sort of dialed down into the minutia of like categorizing this and that, and I don't know. Uh, so we're both Google Sheets people, but we... We've interacted with a couple of people on Instagram who some of those apps really do well work well for, whether because they implement sort of a technological cash envelope system or they just flow well with budgeting or you live on your phone and you use apps every day and it's just kind of, you know, where your life is. And, and so that works. Um, so more importantly, obviously, we use the Google Sheets, but, you know, find a method that is going to work for you and you can stick with is going to be the best method overall. Bingo. All right, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Track those expenses. Know where your money's going. That is critical. Invest the rest and do so for a very, very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.